Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. Continuing with the book, The King's Domain, Kingdomology 101, uh, Manifesting the Kingdom Right Here and Right Now, written by Bishop A. Bernard Hector and myself. And we're on page number 53 if you're following us in the book. And yes, we are still in chapter number six, and we're on page 53. Almost at the middle of the page, it says, We demonstrate our love for others through the nine neighbor networking principles, as described in 1 Corinthians 13. When we say that we love someone or someone tells us that they love us, we can always go back to these principles and determine where we are with our love for one another. Yes, and that was page number 53 in the book. And our topic for today is in the form of a statement. Whenever someone says, I love you, consider the I that's making the statement. Yes, our subject for today is consider the I that is making this, that's loving you. That's what I'm saying. Consider the I that's loving you. That is our subject for today. I'm going to say it one more time, clearly and succinctly. Consider the I that's loving you. Our scripture for today is found in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40. And Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself. Again, that's Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. He said the first and great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. He said this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Um, love your neighbor as yourself. And I'm saying consider the I that is loving you. That's our subject for today. Consider the I that is loving you. Now, these three words, so many songs have been written with I love you in the song. And uh, these three words, I love you. I'm telling you, these three words can cause us to feel so euphoric and just so high for someone to say, I love you. And at the same time, those words, I love you, can be empty when you can get the sense that the person doesn't really mean what it is that they're saying. When is the last time you told somebody, I love you? Come on, put it in the chat line. To let us know, when is the last time you said to someone, I love you? Now, some people are uncomfortable with the words, I love you. Because they weren't raised with that. They may not have been raised in a huggy, uh, you know, touchy-feely family where they say, mm, I love you. Or maybe you were like me where you were raised in a family where my mother hugged me and kissed me every single day before I went out of the door. And she said, I love you. That you're my handsome, intelligent son and you can do anything you put your mind to. She said, just stay humble and stay grateful and you will go far. She told me that every single day before I went out to school. She said, I love you, that you're my handsome, intelligent son. You can do anything you put your mind to. Just stay humble and grateful. That's what she told me every single day. So I was raised every day telling, being told I was handsome. I was raised every day being told I was intelligent and smart. I was raised every day uh, being hugged and kissed. I was raised every day also being being reminded to stay humble and grateful. And so when people were not raised with 
um, you know, I love you. Sometimes when people say the words, they can get uncomfortable because they weren't, you know, raised like that. Some people have said that they have gone their whole lives and it wasn't until a parent was making a transition or a sibling that was making a transition that they actually told each other that they love each other. Maybe they were in a hospital or maybe it was some special occasion that it was not a part of the norm of their lives. If you know what I'm talking about, give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. So I'm a very touchy, feely, affectionate, you know, verbal, expressive person as it relates to love. I don't have a problem telling people I love them. In fact, I tell you all on the daily download when I close every day that I love you. And let me tell you, I really mean it. My heart is big enough, you know, where I can love anybody. I just have that. I've been graced with that type of gift to be able to exude love and to be able to express love because I believe that love is healing. I believe that there's power in love when it's not just an empty word. And so I our subject for today is consider the I that's loving you. When you hear the words, I love you, consider the I that is loving you. Notice that Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Which means that the dimension and the degree to which you love yourself will determine the dimension and degree to which you can love others. Can I say that again? When Jesus said love your neighbor, he just didn't say love your neighbor and just leave it out there. That's what I love about Jesus is that he actually gave us a way to measure it, a way to evaluate it. I love it that when he says love the Lord your God, that he quantifies and says with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And so when he says um, love your neighbor. He doesn't just leave it out there naked, but he puts some clothes on and he says, as yourself, which means that we must consider, amen, self-love when people are saying, I love you. And when you're saying, I love you to another person, it's important that you consider the I that is loving you. Sometimes we're just so hungry to hear those words, I love you, especially in romantic relationships, that we're just so hungry to hear those words, I love you, that we're not paying attention to the I that is making the statement. We're just into the fact that somebody loves me, that somebody told me that they love me. But it is important that when someone says, I love you, that you consider the I that is loving you. Consider the I that is loving you. Pulley point number one, when some people say, I love you, the I that is making the statement is actually um, selfless. Okay. Some people are selfless. So when they say, I love you, they are in a, a place where they're on an extreme, where they put you before they put themselves. So when they say, I love you, it's, come, it's not coming from the overflow of their saucer. They're loving you so that their cup can be full because they are selfless, which means that it's everybody and I'll get to me if I can. And so when people are saying, I love you from a selfless place, point number one is selfless. When someone is saying, I love you from a selfless place, which means that they don't love themselves, but they're saying, I love you. It means that their cup is empty. It means that their cup is empty. And so they need to love you in order to fill their cup. And they need you to love them in order to fill their cup. And so when they say, I love you, and that person is selfless, and you know that that person puts everybody before themselves, and that person uh, doesn't truly love themselves or demonstrate their love for themselves at a high degree or level, notice that they're going to need to do a whole lot of stuff 
for you so that they can feel something for themselves because their cup is empty. Point number one, because they're coming from a selfless place. So when they say, I love you, they are giving it everything to you and not to themselves. And how they feel love is by loving you. How they feel love is by pleasing you. How they feel love is by satisfying you because they really don't love themselves. They're coming, pulling point number one, from a selfless place. And I know we've been told to be selfless, but many times it is an unhealthy thing when somebody is saying, I love you, and they're coming from a selfless place because they need to love you and they need you to appreciate and recognize that they're loving you so that they can feel good about themselves. But I want to encourage you today that there is a place in consciousness where you can love God, love yourself, and then love everybody else. That when you say, I love you, that it's not coming from a selfless place because your cup is full based on your relationship with God. And so you're loving them from the overflow of your cup as opposed to trying to love them from an empty cup. And so therefore you need to love them and you need and hope and pray and wish that they love you because your cup is empty. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you know what I'm talking about, if you've ever been in relationship with someone or maybe you got family members or friends where they say, I love you. But the eye that's making the statement has no sense of themselves. They don't really know what they like. They don't really know what they enjoy. Um, you know, what do you like? Whatever you like. What, what, what do you what do you enjoy? Whatever you enjoy, that they don't have a sense of self of themselves. So therefore, they love you. It's not coming from a healthy place. It's coming from a place that can feel needy. It's coming from a because they need you. They need your approval. They need you to be happy with them. They need and it can be exhausting because their cup is empty and they need to love you and to hope and pray that you love them back so that they can get some sense of self-love from themselves. But many times we're just so busy, ooh, this person loves me, but we're not thinking about the person that's saying, I love you. So when somebody says, I love you, I want to look at your life, how you treat yourself, how you take care of yourself, you know, what you do as it relates to yourself, because then that will let me know how it is that you're loving me. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart, if this makes sense to you. So when you say I love you, I don't want you coming from a selfless place. I don't want you coming from an empty cup. It is not my desire because it's not going to be a healthy sense of love because I'm never going to be able to do enough to fill your cup. I'm never going to be able to, to appreciate enough for you to feel good about yourself. It can't come from somebody else. You loving yourself has to come from your relationship with God. So point number one is those that are loving us from a selfless place where they don't have a sense of themselves. They gain their sense of self by looking for a reflection from you. Amen. Pulley point number one is selfless. Pulley point number two, some people are at the entire other extreme where they're loving each other from their, themselves from a selfish place. So when they say, I love you, <laughs> it's coming from a selfish place. They're loving you, seeing what they can get from you. <laughs> so when they say, I love you, it means what can I get from you? And if I tell you I love you, how can I use that to manipulate you, to dominate you, to control you? How can I size you up? And see what need I can meet for you so that I can take advantage of you because I'm selfish. 
which means it's always about me, even to the de, de, um, even to the detriment of other people. So because they're selfish, they're, they're, when they say I love you because they got that issue with it, it it's, it's really that I love you and loving you is going to be some type of gain for me. <laughs> it's about me. It's selfish. It's that you know, that ish, that, that self-ish. And so, and so when you're, when somebody is saying, I love you, and that person is coming from a self-ish place, they're not even going to have room to consider you, to think about you. Hey, man, to consider what you need, what you desire. There's going to be a challenge of compromise. There's going to be a challenge of communication because they can't hear you because they're selfish. Only thing they can hear is themselves. Only thing they can see is themselves. Only thing they can feel is themselves because they're at that selfish place. So when they say, I love you, it's really about them. Amen. Amen. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. I hope I'm helping you understand that when some Somebody says, I love you. Just don't get so into the words, love you. Go back to the I. Who is this person that's saying, I love you? Who is this person that's loving me? Pulling point number one is selfless. If somebody is loving you from a selfless place, that means that their cup is empty and they're going to need you and your love and appreciation to fill it. And it's going to be exhausting. Pulling point number two, if somebody is saying, I love you from a selfish place, it's always going to be about them. <laughs> Amen. And that love for you somehow is, is so that they can get more for themselves. And so they use that love to manipulate, to dominate, to control because they're using that love as a weapon. Because they know that you need it. So they use that well, that love as a weapon. So you got to consider the I. That's love. Who is this person that's saying I love you? How do they love themselves? Do they love themselves from a selfless place? Then they're going to exhaust me because I can't fill your cup. Pulling point number two. If they're loving me from a selfish place, uh, um, it's always going to be about you and I'm never going to get my needs met because there's, you don't see nobody but you. You can't think of nobody but you because you're loving from a selfish place. And yes, this person, I'm not saying these people are insincere when they say it. I'm sure the person says, I love you, that's in that selfless place, that they are meaning it, that they mean it, but they don't understand that, that loving from a selfless place is unhealthy. Pulling point number two, when that person is saying, I love you from a selfish place, many times they're not even even aware of it. And I'm sure that they mean it when they say, I love you, but you got to consider who is this I that's loving me? That when they say, I love you, I need to know who the I is that's making the statement. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. Pulling point number three. When a person says, I love you, what you're looking for is I love you to come from a place of self-love. The balance between selfless and selfish is self-love. Can I say that again? The balance between selfish and selfless is self-love. I'm going to say it one more time. The balance between selfless and selfish is self-love. Self-love is the balance. Selfless is the extreme. They're always going to be a martyr. They're always going to be the victim. Oh, you know, child, I had to do this for this person. You know, I had to do that for that person. They're, that's that selfless place. They're always going to be a martyr. They're always going to find somebody that they need to take care of so they can feel good about themselves. And in that selfish place, which is the other extreme, it's always going to be about them and there's not going to be any room for you. But in the balance 
And God calls us to live holistically healthy, balanced, and well-rounded lives. Self-love is the balance. I don't desire to be extreme and be selfless and be a martyr. I don't desire to be extreme and be selfish where there's no room for anybody else. But I desire to love myself from a balanced perspective where I love God, I love myself, and then I can love everyone else. That self-love is where you're coming from the overflow of your relationship with God and you loving yourself. Amen. And you're loving yourself as we talked about last week through the diet and through your digestion and your intimacy and your um, exercise and your um, rest and your checkups and your treating yourself and your outward appearance and your rest and your recreation. When a person has healthy self-love and they can balance a love for you because they love themselves and they're going to treat you as they desire to be treated. Do unto others as, as, you do, as you would have them do unto you. And so because they love themselves, they teach you how to love them. And they give that love back to you. They teach you how to care for them. And they give that care back to you. Because they found the balance of self-love. That when they say, I love you, you can feel the balance of it. I love you and I'm not putting you before God. Amen. I love you and I'm not putting you before myself. Amen. But I'm going to love you as myself. Amen. Amen. I love you and I'm not going to worship you. I'm not going to make a God out of you. That's what that selfless place comes from where they worship the person. They worship the idol because they're so hungry for love. Nope. I love God first. That's where I get my definition from love. And after God, it's going to be me. And from the overflow of my cup of taking care of myself, loving myself, knowing myself, accepting myself, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to accept you and I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to, it's going to be a balance. But when people don't love themselves, there is no hope for them loving you in a healthy way. If the person does not love themselves in a healthy way, they're not going to love you in a healthy way. And that's where all the drama comes from in relationships. That's where all the trauma comes from in relationships. Because the people that were saying, I love you, did not love themselves in a healthy, balanced way. Because they were not taught how to love themselves in a healthy, balanced way. So therefore, the relationship is unhealthy. If the people that are in the relationship are unhealthy, guess what it's going to be? unhealthy relationship. And so I'm saying when somebody says, I love you, consider the I that is making the statement. Don't just get so caught up. Oh, somebody said, I love you. Oh, no, no, no. Who is this I that's loving me? Are they loving me from a selfless place? Are they loving me from a selfish place? Or are they loving me from a balanced place of self-love? I love God, I love myself, and I love everyone else in that order. Amen. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart if you got it. Well, you're going to pay attention. Who is this person saying I love you? Amen. Are they doing it from a selfless place? Are they doing it from a selfish place? Or who are they doing it from a balanced place of healthy self-love that they have for themselves? I love you so much. And thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. You've been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.